0: Hey guys um so we just have a quick note pre-show um to tell you guys about some really new exciting things that we have happening. So um I'll start off with one of them. So we are now officially part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Um, and we are really, really excited. So this is a podcast network that revolves around books um and you know especially like books centered towards women and we think it's gonna be a really great fit. Um, it has some new, some really cool podcasts on it, like Smart Podcast, Trashy Books, and The Shipping Room. Um, and we really encourage you to check out all these other great podcasts that they offer. You can find more shows to add to your podcast subscriptions at frolic.media slash podcasts.
1: Yeah, uh, this is super exciting. Um, so definitely check them out, follow them on socials, um, you know, tag them in, um, things that you share with us, um, because, you know, we're- Really excited to be working with them.
0: Yeah. We can't wait to, like, meet all these other, you know, podcasters kind of within our sphere. It's it's super exciting, and we are... Uh, so happy to have found a network that seems
1: to yeah the, f- kind of fit us so well. So yeah, that, that fits rocks. us. Um, they're really awesome. And we're just, you know, like genuinely, I feel like a lot of times you hear these things and you're like, oh, they like have to be saying this. And we really don't. It, like, we're just super excited to be with them. And we genuinely feel like this is a super good fit for us and like a great way for you guys to find new podcasts. Yeah, um, exactly. So check them out. Um, and then also another really exciting announcement is that today we are launching our patreon fee yes um so with this patreon guys we have one level it's five dollars a month and you're gonna get at least three around two to three um extra episodes per month um we're starting off doing the alpha series there um so we have a new episode up for you guys today i believe mm-hmm. um, yeah if you subscribe uh, today you will instantly gain access to that alpha's episode Um, yeah so that's really fun um so check us out there um we're gonna plan i think some more exclusive content for the patreon um and you also have a direct line to us at any time um as you guys know to kind of ask us for things make suggestions um we're always gonna be ready to take those
0: yeah and we're we're really excited about this this patreon because um it gives us a chance to really kind of expand our, you know, talking points beyond the Click book series. And I think that this is something that, uh, you know, while we are interested in the Click, obviously, there's also a ton of other things that you guys like, that we like, that we want to talk about. Um, And this is also a way for you guys to, you know, obviously... Support us a little bit And that that is also really nice Because we do, you know, we don't make money Off of this podcast No, uh, We I actually
1: like... lose money uh, producing yeah. this podcast, so. so that's part of our new partnerships um, Both with Frolic and with Patreon Is that we're going to start breaking even On the podcast uh, Which is yeah. really
0: exciting And that's all you can ask, I think at that's the, all you can, As a yeah. young woman working in media Is that you break even right? That's pretty much the tip of the
1: top Yeah, the tip of the top. Cherries in my all right everybody welcome uh back to girls like us and i actually franny i haven't told you this but i i have a new intro for us okay, and you and you wrote it oh shit okay. <laughs> so our new <laughs> intro is Um, because, you know, we're kind of moving past the world of the click at this point, we're getting more guests, we're kind of like dipping our feet into different waters. So this is Girls Like Us, the podcast that finally asks the question, what does a literature degree get you? With the answer, a podcast for books about children. (laughs) Um, and yeah, so Franny actually wrote that, uh, for our new, uh, website, which should be... You know, kind of popping up in your feeds Concurrently, uh, with this Uh, episode of this podcast Um, but I decided it would be our intro, too So, that's fun, I like
0: that, thank you, Sophie
1: So, um What is, uh, we talked yesterday You know, for a different episode, but And I think we're both wearing the same Clothes, um, Yeah, I think we are, too But what's, like, has anything changed in the last 24 hours For you?
0: Um, uh, I was sent on a wild goose chase of my own accord. Uh, right on. To two grocery stores, which is pretty much the most exciting thing that's happened to me in nine months, uh, looking for chaat masala, which is just uh, a spice, and yeah. couldn't find it. And. It was depressing to me. And, you know, any sort of mild inconvenience right now just becomes
1: right a huge Earth emotional crushing. Yeah, exactly. What about yeah. you? Anything new? Um, no, I just am continually kind of like shocked and appalled at, you know, so I worked out in my living room this morning. Um, and by this morning, I mean at one o'clock and, um, you know, proceeded to get in the shower. And I've been doing laundry all morning and I got in the shower and I kind of placed the laundry basket in front of my boyfriend who was sitting on the couch playing um, a video game. Um, Shout out to video games, it's kind of the topic of our episode today. Um, And I placed the laundry basket in front of him and I got out of the shower and I at least expected it to be maybe like, like he had like, would like acknowledge that he saw it. And so I get out of the shower and the laundry basket is like still sitting there. And it seems as if the volume of the video game, which I had, you know, kind of like, hinted that i wanted turned down was in fact turned up um so i'm kind of you know it's like that continually having to like reassert um my expectations for my household um but it's a video game was he playing you know i couldn't tell you it's something having to do with um like robot dinosaurs and it makes a (laughs) sound over and over again and it's like a girl with red hair and she does
0: arc something
1: I really. You know what? Maybe our you. guest will know. Maybe our guests will know. It's, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and introduce. It's on the PlayStation. Him. Yeah. Go ahead and introduce our guest, and maybe we can get <laughs> to the bottom of my query.
0: Yeah. Um, you guys definitely know him. He is a writer and a podcaster from How Did This Get Played and Doughboys. It's Nick Weiger.
2: Hi. Welcome, Nick. Horizon Zero Dawn.
0: Okay. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> what is Horizon Zero Dawn?
1: Incredible. I'll that I'll was so cool. Take Phone Potables for
2: 800. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I like, uh, like. When you first were saying robot dinosaurs, I was like, what could that be? Some sort of like Beast Wars game or something? But then as soon as you said Girl with Red Air, I was like, oh yeah, Horizon. I got that game. Are they um, dinosaurs? <laughs> They're like lumbering beasts from an ancient age. It's the. It's basically it's it's post post apocalyptic like it's like an apocalypse has happened and then we are in the far future kind of. <clears> Have <throat> you seen Cloud Atlas? Like the Tom Hanks portion of of right. Cloud Atlas, where he's in the far future. I mean, Tom Hanks is in a bunch of it, but the 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 most <laughs> the, future the blackface
0: part of Cloud Atlas. Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, where everyone's playing different races. <laughs> and, yeah, and uh, we were just not. Uh, we're just pretending that's okay. Um, it's uh it's. Uh, but he, it, it's it's basically like like a, a, some sort of event has happened. A huge amount of time has passed, and now it's like a you know re- civilization is rebuilding, and they're okay. trying to understand this ancient technology, which is actually stuff that would happen in our future. So okay,
1: right yeah. on. Okay, well I'm I'm so glad that that's that's kind of the all I know about the game is because it often you know I'm hearing it from the other room, and it's just like that blah sound. Yes. it's like a horrible, horrible noise that I now associate with like trying to go to sleep and all I'm hearing is blah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I imagine it's um, abrasive, not not knowing the context. It's right. Uh, um, uh, but yeah, it's good. Good. Yeah, good, good tasting games.
1: And I think this relates to our larger topic today, because like, what we're going to get into is I really struggle with video games. Like, it's not something that was a part of my childhood. It's not something that was like, I, it's just not how my brain works. And so for today, uh, we played. The click sealed with a diss. Um, the DS game. Uh, Excuse me. It's called Diss and Makeup. So Diss and Makeup. Oh I, shit! I
2: almost had a panic attack because I was like, "Did I play the wrong game?"
0: <laughs> Nick, oh i probably putting God. hours not into the r- okay. uh,
1: I don't think this ha- this series has been optioned for multiple video games.
0: <laughs> I, well, I
1: really hope not. <laughs> well, that's the. I'm proving my my novice dumb. I believe there's a click novel that's sealed with a diss. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm thinking about. So uh, strike one against me. Fran, do you want to introduce this game a little bit further? Sure. Um, so, well, first of all, Nick, I know that you worked in video
0: games, right? Yes. And kind of like specifically branded because you worked on the Shrek game, right?
2: I, I worked briefly on... I, I might have a credit on Shrek. I worked very briefly on that. The games I put more hours into, uh, more, I mean, our years of my life into uh, are the very forgettable Fantastic Four and Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer video games. And wow. then I also oh, wow. worked on... I, I also worked a, a bunch on Pirates of the Caribbean, The Legend of Jack Sparrow, which was a video game adaptation that bridged the first two movies. And then the... Uh, and then i have a credit on soprano's road to respect which i think is the most reviled and and road most well known game i worked on yeah it's it's uh, it's it's bad it had a good good concept behind it but then just kind of got got derailed by the publisher but i ultimately didn't have all that much to do with that game um but it's yeah i i worked on a bunch of these licensed games and this definitely feels like you know, one of those where you can kind yeah. of feel the, the budget is a little constrained and and mm-hmm. probably the, the ca- development calendar as well.
1: Right, so yeah. I have a question regarding the development calendar. When you say you spent years of your life working on Fantastic Four, um, does that mean that you start working on the video game like almost concurrent with like the shooting schedule? It takes longer than the movie. I mean, right. it's,
2: it's uh, you know... I i I'd, I'd be curious as to the development of of some of these these tie-in games these days they've kind of changed how these adaptations work where they're a little less tethered to hey this we're gonna have the movie the game of this movie that's coming out day and date of the uh you know the, the theatrical release of this film now it's more like you'll see a game like spider-man miles Morales which is just a spider-man game that doesn't have really it's not necessarily tied to a spider-man movie um, right it just spider-man it just uses that intellectual property so uh, but 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 back when i was working in development yes it was like this game has to be done by the time the movie is in theaters uh and and we're going to try to you know which i think was timed with the holidays as well if i can remember because they you know that everyone's gonna buy it for christmas supposedly if this movie's a hit uh Mm -hmm. which it wasn't um but the (laughs) but uh it it the the games take so long. It's closer, I think, to like how long an animated film takes. Right. You know, what I mean, it's just yeah. it's just years and years because you've got so many, uh, just so many pe- so many individuals to wrangle, and then just so many you know assets to create. Assets being you know levels and mm-hmm. characters and so just tomes of of dialogue to write. There's just a lot that goes into it.
0: Yeah, it's certainly. I'm assuming it's probably not a very linear process. They're just. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it, it, I think it just depends on on the game, but like for a, for a game like Fantastic 4, they actually had the company I, I got hired at actually had the Fantastic 4 license before the movie mm-hmm. went into production. So this project had been in development for a couple years. They got the movie tie in and then it became, "Oh, we got to completely reorient our development." Right towards the film. And so instead of a comic book art, instead of this beat em up, now we're going to do more of a 3D adventure game, um yeah. a hybrid platformer combat game with all the the like with Jessica Alba and uh you know uh I forget who the rest of the cast. I think one of the Chris Chris
1: Evans. Chris um, Evans.
2: Yeah, Chris Evans yeah. was a human torch <laughs> in that game. So yeah, they had they had to do like 3D models of all of them. So it was a, it was a it was a painstaking retrofitting.
1: Right. For sure. Yeah, that's uh, I always wonder about those games that come out like right on the same release time as movies. Um, just because it always seems like, Oh my gosh, like the people who made the game, like definitely are putting in more hours than the people who made this movie. (laughs) And like, (laughs) yeah, for what? (laughs)
2: In yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that, that's the, the existential crises I had in my twenties. Um, I've just yeah, because also the the labor conditions in in video games, the video game industry are pretty bad. Yeah, um, the, it's it's by and large not a uh, non union. I mean, no, almost exclusively non union, and except for except for voice acting and some writing, and then, uh, you know, it's just it just takes so long to make things. It just take you people people are in there for the the term that's used a lot is crunch so you're just yeah. you're you're basically in crunch which is like 12 10 12 hour days for you know months at a time sometimes years at a time Weekends. Uh, I had a stretch where I was in. I was. I did nineteen straight twelve-hour days, including Easter Sunday. It was just like it. it Just it just starts to wear on you, right? Um, And then the pay is also pretty bad because you know it's so many so many people want to get into the industry and uh, it's just they they don't have to pay all that much, right? So it's it's so yeah. There there are reasons not to go. There are reasons a lot of people burn out and drop out of the industry as I kind of did, even though it was in a lot of ways, like my life stream was to develop video games. So it's, 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 it's rough. Yeah.
0: So did you, do you feel like having that experience now, like did that taint the way you played video games at all? Is it hard to like separate that?
2: A great question, Fran.
0: I, yes.
2: And actually that affected me, my enjoyment of video games throughout, you know, most of my twenties, I was not very, and I was not playing games nearly as actively as I do now or as I did beforehand, because it's just like I had a you know I had a PlayStation controller Xbox controller on my desk at work you know I had an association of like I get you this is this is my job and so it became a thing where I wasn't it wasn't a way for me to relax um, and I all, I felt so immersed in it when I was in the office so I'd want I'd want to escape in different ways but it, I it, that's not true of everyone who works in game development I I've heard it's like kind of like bartending where it's like you know some bartenders are 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 just basically effectively sober because they're just around alcohol so much and it's just like they get sick of it. And then some bartenders are just like functional alcoholics because, again, they just have so much access to it. I I think it's a similar sort of thing with people's gaming habits. A quick anecdote on that. There was a guy at my work who got fired because he was doing World of Warcraft raids all night. He <laughs> oh, would, so God. he would go home, he would do an all-nighter doing World of Warcraft raids uh, with his guild, and then he would come into work and he would sleep in the, the in one of the men's room stalls.
1: Oh, and my eventually he
2: got caught, you know, just sleeping in the men's room stalls enough times where they, they shit-canned him. Enough times.
1: Which is like 10 to this 12. This is your 12th time yes. doing yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, well,
2: yeah, wild times.
1: That's incredible. I yeah, as someone you know, as I previously said, as I previously said, um, doesn't play video games a lot. It's not like a world that I think about a lot, but it does sound very similar to those like hustle industries, like the restaurant bar industry and like the um, post production industry, where you're just kind of like um, it's like, and everyone wants to be here sort of mentality, and you're expected to kind of like. Have sort of like an army vibe where you just put your head down and do it, and it's like, "Fuck you" if you ask for more.
2: Yeah, I, I, one hundred percent. I think, I think your comparison in particular, post production, uh, you know, the tech industry is kind of like that. Although the tech mm-hmm. industry is a lot more lucrative. Uh, 100%. Visual effects is, as I, I think, a big one where like visual effects, just people are just. It, you see how many visual effects studios work on one of these big budget movies, and they just like they they need so many people. Uh, there's such high turnover. All these companies like just. They they're they're round for for twelve months and then they fold because they run out of money because you have to underbid to get these contracts happens the same thing and at least it used to happen I think it probably still does in game development yeah and everyone just treated it like shit I talked to a visual effects guy back when I was working in the video game industry it was someone who was working on one of the Spider Man movies. And it was just—I felt like we were—it felt like we were talking into a mirror because we were just talking about how shitty our works, our work right. was. How it was something yeah. we always wanted to do, and then just it was such a fucking miserable job. Yeah. Um, yeah, where you got no pay, and then you were just there for forever. It was like it—it—it it, it right. it, it seems like it seems like VFX is probably a really really close parallel.
0: Yeah, I just, Plus, not to um, mention just like staring at a screen all day yeah. long.
1: Yes, yeah, it's a nightmare. I, like your body starts to like physically decay at that point. Yeah. Like. Um, yeah, so I really like to think about this in the context of the game we played today, because if anybody spent that amount of time, and kind of like emotional and physical energy on this game, it makes me, you know, like sad, Um. because the game is just like, absolutely, I've never found like, you know, the video games that I do play, I've never found a game so irritating to play before yes. yeah. the gameplay. And I think that the, if I think back to like, playing a Nintendo DS, you know, 15 years ago, I think this gameplay, it wasn't necessarily like too different from a lot of like girl kind of focused ds games Absolutely. um that i would have played but let's before we um really dissect the gameplay let's kind of talk about the basic plot of the yeah. game i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna go ahead and just read the amazon description please um, the click dis and makeup is an empowering game of social maneuvering wow <laughs> where the player attempts to survive in one of the most harsh and unforgiving environments on earth octavian country day school ocd Players will gossip fashion, players will use gossip, fashion, and wit to make friends, join cliques, attend classes, and even work after school jobbies with a variety of exciting minigames. Play a variety of exciting minigames to earn cash or increase your cool. Along the way are a variety of challenges and tricky situations. Uh, that make the climb up the social ladder tough, including getting invited to one of the hottest parties of the year. The Click diss and make up highlights the sassiness of the Click books and a few lessons in popularity exclusive to the Nintendo DS. Like the fans of the book know, the only thing harder than getting in will be staying in. So I'd like to highlight that that says that this game was
1: empowering. That's one of the <laughs> primary adjectives used. This is something that I think was like a huge bag that was dropped in, um, you know, the early t- early to late 2000s um, was making good video games focused on young women. Um, because it's like to call this video, so a great idea, you know, buying an IP that, you know, so for you, Nick, um, the click, uh, all of the books save for the first one, were New York Times bestsellers. Okay. Um, this woman who wrote the books, like, she really made out with this. Like, people were going ham for these books. They were incredibly popular. Um, they were a huge cash cow. There was um, a direct-to-TV movie um, produced, produced by... Produced by Tyra Banks. Yeah. Wow. Um, so it was really, like... They could have made a very interesting game um, that kind of explored the sort of social, like dynamics that a lot of girls like maybe experience in middle school and kind of the greater themes that the books were jesting at um because you know Fran maybe correct me if I'm wrong but I just feel like there's such a want for like I remember when I you know with the few times I did play video games as a kid it was always something like this that was focused at girls and um there was there just was never particularly
0: because I for I think like I played like Nintendogs and- right Brain Age and these more kind of, I guess, gender-neutral video games. Um, but the ones specifically aimed at girls, there were there was this line of like, Imagine was what they were called, and it was like, Imagine motherhood, and you could like uh, raise a baby. And these were all like, um, like games you would go to GameStop and get for like fifteen dollars, right? Like used, so. I don't remember there being very many like high quality games directly aimed towards young girls. And the other thing I would I would like to say about this is that like um, one of the main components of this game is going to school. Yeah, which yes. <laughs> I don't think like kids are clamoring for a game that simulates no. the experience of probably well, their not- least favorite part of life.
2: <laughs> and can I say, playing this game, not being familiar with the franchise, the thing I think it nails is just how boring school is. Yes. <laughs> the yes. school portions of this game suck. And I'm just, oh play, I'm just like, oh, I got to go to geometry class. I got to <laughs> do this bullshit homework. And then I got to go to science. And uh, 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 you can't wait to go to the mall. Like, I was literally right. I was yeah. having those sensations just because those parts of the game are so slow. And the mini games you have to do inside the classes are so, like,
1: yes, And it's tedious. Hampered- It's worsened by how fucking hard it is to move around the school. Like, I don't know if I have spatial relation issues, but every, like, getting to class, getting to lunch, like, finding the girls who had given me errands. So you walk around and different girls from different cliques give you errands. I'm gonna read the names of the cliques, because, like, basically,
0: every week you are, um... And the overall gameplay, like length of this game, I would say two hours tops. Yes, it's not. <laughs>
2: oh, so I almost beat it. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Guys, <laughs> because I, 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 I played it for like ninety minutes, and I was yeah. like, How much "There's only like a half hour left." Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So. You can easily 100% the click does and make up, uh, speed run of the click does and make up. But so the clicks that you can join in order that you're able to join them in um, are the eccentrics. And listeners will know that that includes Lane, uh, Mina and Heather. Um, is that like from girls. the book? I, the, their name is not the eccentrics okay. in the book, but those are real characters in right. the book. But I think the rest of these are not. Other than the eccentrics and the girls in the pretty committee, these are original characters. Yeah. And there's the mathletes, the artistes, jocks, and pop divas, and the pretty committee. And you have to work your way up to join all of these cliques. By doing errands for these yes. girls.
2: <laughs> now, now I'm like a you know I in the, in these sorts of games I like to like role play a little bit and so I was like okay I'm going with the eccentrics that's they seem kind of goth right. so kind of quirky that seems like my vibe yeah but the game like. It's not like, a, a like you know, in, in, in a lot of role-playing games, it's like, okay, you, I have my faction, I have my a- right. allegiance, and that's just going to define my character. Here, it's kind of like you like, you have to get into each of these factions. So, like, yeah. I get myself into the eccentrics. I'm like, great, I'm set. I got my, my click. No, I have to become a mathlete now. I have to completely exactly. remake my personality. I have to, to get a whole new wardrobe.
0: The way right. the game kind of, like, forces you to go about things is... Um, you'll try to get into this click at school for about a week, and then at the end of the week, there's a party, and that party will provide you information that moves the plot of the game forward. And that segment is
1: basically like a point and click. Moving um, the plot of the game forward is a pretty liberal way to say what <laughs> yeah. happens at these parties. I, like... I have to tell. So the one video game that I play regularly is um, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney um, oh, yeah. because I just like reading. All I want to do is read, like just in a different seg, like in a different <laughs> format from like a book. Like if you ask me to move around, if you ask me to like, you know, strategize with things, I c- am incapable of doing it. And this fucking plot got me to the point where I was like at these parties, just being like, I'm clicking through, like it's like yeah. these people like. Who is Simon? Why do we know him? It doesn't reference... It says we're new in town, but somehow we know Simon. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) What Like, it could have been so much clearer what was going on. I was literally laying in bed each night this week playing this game, always, like, at least a little bit drunk or high, being like, what the fuck? I need somebody to, like explain to me what's happening here like I'm a child like I kept like rage quitting because I was so confused it's
2: it, it's it's hard to follow and there is so much text in this game that there so absolutely much. is room for them to, to like specif to seed like you know your love interests who come about later at these parties uh but they don't at all they just show up out of nowhere at these parties but then but also uh, with the volumes and volumes of text that exist in this game mostly are insults about your character's appearance, as far as... That. Yes. Like, it's just like, if for a game that's supposed to be empowering, the first thing <laughs> that happens when you talk to any character at school is basically they're like, you're wearing that? You look like shit.
0: Yeah, like, get away <laughs> from me. Yeah. I can't even talk to you yeah. right now.
1: <laughs> yes, and it doesn't explain to you... Like, you kind of have to, like, intuit that in order to get these characters to talk to you, you have to go and dress differently. Right. Yeah. Like, and you t- have to
0: go to the mall and
1: right by uh
0: outfits that correspond with the character that or with the click that you're trying to
1: join so, so again very empowering <laughs> listener you may be asking yourself how do you earn money in this game um and that's through a series of mini games that can only be described as like evil and chaotic like these mini games also to me completely blew my mind the only one i could do was like the mexican restaurant one where you're making burritos because like i feel like even a monkey could do that like you just drag the ingredients onto the burrito um but the coffee mini game did you guys play this one
2: yeah the coffee mini game is is tricky so what i figured you've got three different uh appliances you've got the toaster oven you've got the espresso machine and then (laughs) you've got the the traditional uh, coffee brewer And basically, you'll like a customer will come up. There's a a DS game, so on your top screen, a customer will appear on the top screen, and then they'll have a word bubble that says what their order is. Their their order will be like like a espresso and a and a bagel. So you'll have to drag a bagel to the the toaster oven and then hit the espresso machine to prep an espresso. The thing that's confusing is. If you if it's a if it's a brewed coffee if it's a drip coffee a coffee mug just appears on their tray and you just have to pour. It. If it's an espresso, yeah. there's no mug. No, you have to intuit that you uh, that you have Hold to like thing. get it. Yeah, get it from the yeah. espresso machine, and then a mug just magically appears. So it, it, it's just it, it, there's a lot of stuff that's just like interface wise and and design wise is just a little confusing. Um, yeah
0: not to and mention and- that they they like don't the assets of like i guess like the character assets used in this game very slim pickings there's probably only about right. like 20 20- characters or so so in the in the barista game you'll get like the same five characters coming up to you again and again and like asking for different orders
1: right uh, i'm like i just gave you a donut now you want two muffins <laughs> yeah. and an espresso it's like calm down like yeah see you're doctor. fucking
2: loading up on carbs what are you doing yeah. right. Calm down you're in a half marathon yeah um, it's a it's it, yeah the you see the same people over and over again in all these different businesses also i'll say that that so you got this job, you got the coffee, you got the barista job, you've got the ta- the uh, taqueria job that was mentioned, you also have, you can work at the clothing store where you can also shop at, and yeah. then you can also... Um, uh, you you get uh, there's an ice cream parlor right the ice yeah. cream parlors the I hated one.
0: that ice cream
2: that one sucks Um yeah. but the because because basically what that is is like uh, uh what the, what, the, what the hell's that that old, that old name there's a uh, tapper I think is the the this old yeah thing. you're just yeah. sort of like moving up and down pitching Sundays at, at customers who come in at you
1: makes no uh, sense
2: makes no sense it's and it and it's clunky um but the But basically, all these jobs you just have. So you have, Mm -hmm. you're a middle school student with four (laughs) jobs. And then also, you get, you get paid on commission for every single one of these jobs. So like if you right. as ma- you get you get paid for a, as many Sundays as you prepare and as many uh, you know coffees and and bagels as you serve, that's what your paycheck. So you'll go out and work a shift and if you nail it, you're walking out of there after like a 90-second mini game with like $170. I okay.
0: made I made $800 from barista. barista. Yeah. Wow. These. And it's like in the real world like the the kind of consumerist culture of this game, um, just
1: there there's a lot to to unpack. I think with this. Well, what's really interesting is that at the very top of the game, uh, when you're in your house, um, you're kind of led through. You're woken up in the morning, if I remember correctly, and sort of led through the paces of early gameplay by a <laughs> woman that me, the player, assumed was the uh, character's mother. Um, no, it's Mrs. No. Lambert. <laughs> Right, exactly. It's, it's like her <laughs> nanny. It's her housekeeper. She's like, You know your parents are in like Boca, like, yeah, I'm driving you to school and also like acting in the motherly role. Like what like that also is like if this if these people have left their child at home with the housekeeper, like they have the money to toss well, her eight hundred dollars a week to buy click yeah. clothes. Right. Here's what Mrs. Lambert says. She says to you Uh, You'll be
0: fine at your new school. Oh, and don't forget, your father set up several job interviews for you at the mall, so you'll have extra money if you need it. And you can just, like, move between these jobs with, like, no matter... Like, you can... That was the other thing about this game that was a little interesting, because um, as well at school, you're not you don't have to do any particular job any number of times. Like I filled up my schedule with the same art class mini game every single day because it was the fastest to get through. Right. So in some ways it forces you to do very specific things, but in other ways, like there's no structure to right. go through with these mini games.
2: Um, the, uh, the, the absentee parents are an mm-hmm. interesting, is, is that a thematic thing in the click books?
1: I would say at least partially. Yeah. Um, like the parents are kind of always coming in and out, but there's no um, there's no main character who has like a housekeeper filling that um, the sole role of a parent. Which I just found that a- to be a very interesting choice for the game because it was like it could have so easily been her mother or like traded back and forth between the mother and father. Like it just felt like yeah. a complicating factor that was just kind of like.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's weird. It's a weird choice. I mean you know this this feels like there are, I've played a, a, a few of these licensed games like this where it's like okay the character for the game is a new character who is a, a, your your player surrogate uh, but the uh, but just like the the narratively it's like okay so you're at a new you transferred to a new school late in the year and your first day there, your first week there, your parents are out of town. Like, yeah, what right. is the circumstance? What is it? There's just no support network for your poor, uh, this poor girl.
0: No. Right. Yeah. No wonder she turns
1: to having to break into all the different cliques. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Look <laughs> <her>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it was very strange. I just f- felt like, and I Fred and I were texting about this, like, with something that is such a rich ip like Mm -hmm. the girls in these books are always doing different crazy things like the books are very much not rooted in reality whatsoever so to have the game like film a movie they go oh wow know yeah. yeah, like it's very aspirational. So to have the gameplay be like, okay, first you wake up in the morning, your housekeeper drives you to school, then you have to go to two classes and lunch, then you have to run a bunch of errands for a bunch of chicks you don't know, and then you have to go work at the mall so you can buy clothes. It just, it, it, there's nothing fun about that. Like I can do that in my regular life.
2: Yeah, the, the, that's interesting to hear that the, it's making me think of a, of a, I think an older series, Babysitters Club, which was a similar sort of thing. It's like, you know, this is, this is for, uh, I guess it, this is for, for young girls and it's, uh, And it's like lots of there's some some pseudo and like near fantastical stuff going on adventures, that sort of thing. But the game made me think that this was like, oh, this is like a humorless mean girls. This whole this whole franchise is just you're just at school. It's just normal. And then but instead of instead of there being like this like comedic edge to it, people are just like mean to you.
0: Exactly. You are basically constantly bullied. Um. And the other thing that you have to do to kind of join these cliques is trade gossip um, in a way that is very upsetting. The gossip um,
1: is not good gossip. No. There's nothing gossipy yeah. about most of the gossip.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, someone had like a booger on her shirt. And then that'll yes. be it. And then you'll tell that to someone else and they'll be like, oh my gosh, you are making my day with this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, because they can't, it's a game, you know, they they can't be like, uh, 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 you know, Teresa gave a uh, uh, Jeff a hand job. That would be right, like an actual yeah. like middle school rumor, but they can't do that in this game. Right. So it's th- it's literally one of them was and this was like cause they have a rating for how juicy the gossip is. This was like yeah. a five star juicy gossip, <laughs> which is like the characters on fire telling it to you. And it was I heard the principal's not here because he has the bird flu. <laughs> oh
1: my God. I didn't get that. What, one. what are you
2: talking about?
1: Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorites was like um like Lainey's party was so lame that she paid everybody to pretend like it never happened.
0: Yeah. There were a lot about Wow, and a, yeah. a lot about like <laughs> oh, I heard um like Jane's dad is broke, so he's cutting <laughs> off all her credit card right. usage. I also got one that was, um, I thought this one was insane. It was from one of the mathletes. And uh, the rumor was, I heard from a reliable source that you are pure evil. (laughs) (laughs) And you couldn't, every time you uh, tried to regurgitate that to someone else, it would give you like an icy symbol by them. Like, don't, they won't like this gossip. It was very strange. I didn't get that at all. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I I didn't quite understand mechanically because it, 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 early on it's like you're you're given an errand, which is like this uh, as you said earlier, you're the the game's kind of mission structure, um, mm-hmm. and you're given an errand to like get a piece of juicy gossip and then bring it back but it, it, like a lot of times you get a p- so so you're trying to tra- you're trained to be like okay i'm going to if i hear gossip from somebody i tell it to somebody else to get more uh a- more of a connection but it doesn't seem to work that way in practice like a lot yeah. of times it's like you tell someone a piece of gossip and they're like who gives a shit and they're just like yeah. well then what are- what are we doing yeah. here
1: right exactly. that's the weird thing is it's like at the beginning of the game, so at the beginning of the game for the listener, you meet Claire, um, who Claire, for Nick, is, like, one of the main characters in the book. Okay. Um, and you meet Claire, and she's the one who sets up, like, gossip is everything around here. That's how you're going to make the most points. So if you get gossip, tell it to people. And then, so that's, like, what I spent the first round of the game doing, like, getting gossip and telling it. And it, it didn't get me any points. Like, the girls were like, boo, like, get out of yeah. here, fatty. Like, yeah, it didn't make, like... Maybe, I don't know, I was going to say maybe the game comes with an instruction sheet, which is idiotic and something that someone who doesn't play video games would say. But um, like I don't think it does. I have the case right here. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it doesn't.
2: Yeah, I have the, the case right here, too. Yeah.
1: yeah, there was nothing, there was very little, like, good kind of prompting throughout the game of, like, telling you what to do. Oh, no, wait, oh, my God. There actually gosh. is a manual, yeah. Oh, yeah, my and God. And it has
0: character bios in it. So this is, like, more whatever than you get in the entire game, like, more lore. Simon, so, like, Simon, for instance, Simon is an old friend of yours from grade school. He has since transferred to Briarwood Academy. So you both happened to move to the same place? Yeah, exactly. I think this game would have been much more interesting if, like, it, you should have just had to play out the events from the first book. Yes. Like, I'm not sure why mm. they're trying to make us a new character in this. Because also, you don't really get to hang out with the Pretty Committee that much. And that's the whole point of, you know, reading the click books, is you get to be with these specific girls. Right.
2: Oh, so that, because I didn't get the, again, someone who's who doesn't know this franchise, I didn't get that the Pretty Committee was some different like was the ultimate one. I was yeah. like, "Oh, they're one of the groups and and I honestly thought the pretty committee was maybe like, "Oh, they're like going to be the villains or something." But you're saying like they're like the main thing in the books.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But they they are kind of like and that's the whole thing with um the books is that these girls are terrible. <laughs> like, oh, okay. They are they are truly truly terrible human beings, but um the and that's kind of like, you know, when we started the podcast, it's like we both read these books at an age where um these characters, maybe how bad they were was supposed to be satirical, but obviously when you are 12 years old, you don't have a great understanding of satire. So um, kind of like you were saying, like it lacks that like mean girl's edge to it um, where it's supposed to be like actually like funny and you're supposed to, right. yeah, like you you can't, it, the books do a very uh, poor job of um, saying that like, no, these characters being mean to each other is bad. So right. the Pretty Committee is like the, Yeah, they're like the main characters of the whole book. Um, And they're very,
1: they are very mean in this. They're incredibly mean. That's the thing is, I don't like the fact that the game in the Amazon description is called empowering for young girls (laughs) and you spend the entire game getting dunked on by like different groups (laughs) of girls. It's just like, that is like, to me, the crux of this issue of like, what the fuck are these games we're producing for young girls then? It goes into the same things we've criticized um Lisi Harrison, the author of the click series for where it's like, where is the like the lesson at the end being like, and all of this was bad and you shouldn't do that? Like it just portrays the bad behavior without actually commenting on it.
2: Yeah, and 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 on that note, I'll I'll also say I was expecting when I got my wardrobe together and I was like, okay, I am, I am, I am like in full mathlete cosplay now. This is like, you look <laughs> at the meters, you see that they are going to love these shoes and this top for whatever right. reason. This is like their garb. Also does not seem to correspond. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm picking out something kind of conservative and nerdy. And now the math, no. be- it, it seems completely arbitrary.
1: The clothing so, is yeah. horrible. Yeah. Like, yeah the visual element of all of the clothing it looks horrible on the screen i get that this game was like produced in like 2009 or whatever but it's just the whole thing is bad
2: it it, it looks bad even for its era because there are some very good look some ds nintendo ds games that that look a lot better than this um uh, but but you don't get the you get insulted when your clothes are, are bad but if you dial it in and it's perfect you don't get the positive feedback of like wow looking sharp it's no, just, it's right. just like they, that just lets you have a normal conversation with someone. And it's just exactly. like, give me, give me a, like a, a, give me a carrot, not just a stick. Like, let me right. like, tell, tell me, I, I look, uh, I look good as hell. Cause I do, um, yeah, but it, exactly. it doesn't, it doesn't give you that.
0: I right. spent my $800 from serving people lattes and bagels
1: on this outfit.
2: So <laughs> give me some validation. Right. $800
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, you,
1: is you, like what you make in a month as a regular barista. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly like, it's um, almost it's almost offensive <laughs> it is I, I i
2: will say that the so this i've played a number of of like social sims and dating sims and mm-hmm. they all tend to be like this one which is their transactional um yeah. which is i i think just comes from you know uh, uh guys with social anxiety being the people who develop these things it's just it's just <laughs> yeah. like they're they 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 the one that i always think of which is a game i love and it's 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 a, a solo development by this guy concerned ape who's a genius um but this game stardew valley and it oh, has yeah. a dating component to it and the dating component is, is is this is again this is very typical of the genre but it's like I get an. Uh, I find out what someone likes, someone I want to court likes, and then I give them enough of that thing, and then eventually they they fall in love with me. And so like, yeah. uh, Leah likes salads. Okay, I'm gonna give Leah eight salads, and after the eighth salad, she is going to take my hand in marriage. And, and yeah. so, and and it's basically this game is just teaching you that of just right. like it's again as a, a it's just basically saying like dress. Appropriate dress just for the job you want i think is basically the uh the the moral of this game like if you dress like the clique you want to hang out with then they will be your friend because that basically seems to be the only way to advance
0: right yeah that's because if you that's the thing is like you once you do dress appropriately you have the option of like running errands for these girls uh doing specific mini games for them etc um, but if you aren't dressed in an outfit that they deem, uh, appropriate, then your whole day is lost and you can't do anything.
1: You yeah. just have to go to your class, uh, right. and draw your shapes in your art class over and over again. Yeah.
2: God, the mini so Yeah, games what was your guys' so favorite
1: bad. school mini game?
2: I think it was honestly the art. Um, I did a similar sort of thing where I just loaded up my calendar with with as many art. By, by, by the way, every week you can com- you can completely change your class schedule. Make, That's uh, how my
1: middle school worked. Yeah. <laughs> I walked right up, I scanned my little student ID card, and I said, "I want to do drama all week, please,
2: sir." <laughs> um, the uh, the one that I that like the. Geometry is okay because it's just sort of your, it's just kind of a puzzle thing that you're doing. You're just t- you're just rea- rea- rearranging dots to form a to form the correct grid. Um, the the one that I just like could not grasp until I I failed a number of times was chemistry. Yeah, because the iconography in that is so confusing. It, it it because it the the flasks it has it has all these colored flasks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it has a flask that it uses to demonstrate what you're supposed to do with the flask like like you either shake it or you stir it or whatever mm-hmm. so that c- appears on the top screen but the color of that one does not match the flask that you're supposed to do it with so no. it's like you'll no. see like an orange flask with a shake symbol to shake it up and down but you're actually supposed to touch the blue yellow and red one which you don't get unless you're watching which one's bubble when it flashes the icon for what you're supposed to do with them it is is yeah. very confusing
0: it's like a simon says uh Type of gameplay, but that yeah, I absolutely
1: chemistry was far and away my least favorite game. Yeah, as Raking in F- life, chemistry was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly my least favorite. I, yeah, I to me like if you're gonna do a bunch of mini games, so like this game is basically. Broken up into mini games. Like, you do this horrible, horribly designed kind of walk around thing to get from mini game to mini game. And if you're gonna do mini games, like, make them, first of all, different from one another. A lot of the mini games felt very, like, too similar to one another. And make them, like, I don't know, maybe increase in difficulty as you play the game or, like, make them more interesting like it just became like t- a total slog to have to play these games to like get through to the next level yeah,
2: um like i said like i said earlier like the school sucks so bad it's such a drag and and there's there's a feature which you'll cut which will happen which is useful which is you 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 may want to do you may not want to do it if you need to get collect more money to um uh uh, to to expand your wardrobe but if once you get the party invite for that week you can skip the rest of school and just fast forward to the weekend and go to the the chapter ending party which is just like that was just that was a godsend because it was like i can't do fucking three more days of this shit no No, I, i
0: always cut out on tuesday
2: yeah
1: Tuesday was the end of the week for me. As in my real life. Yeah. I cut out on Tuesday to go to a party with a bunch of 12 year olds. I want to talk a little bit
0: about the, um, the music in this game. Oh my God. Um, which I found to be my favorite part of the game. Um, and, uh, I don't know if you guys played with your volume on at all, but the, the music in this game is just truly just wild. Um, it kind of um, oscillates between what I would call, like, music from the same genre that, like, Lindsay Lohan's band plays in Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like a original uh, teen movie song that the band within uh, would play. And then also there's, like, British rap in it. I don't know if you guys heard this song.
1: There is something um, that, like, could be closely kind of, like... As like parodic grime, almost where it's like yeah. it's trying to be like a cleaner, softer version of grime, which I found to be very interesting.
2: uh I didn't. I had the sound on for about like the first fifteen minutes, and then I just, then I went so the rest grading. The way. Yeah, it's it's very it's very a lot of the sound design is very grating, but um, that's interesting. i missed this British rap
0: song. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna to I'm gonna play it. It ain't a problem, it's my job son, sweep the streets clean, rinse it up, keep it lean. There's players in the frame, up in the game, thinking things have changed but it's still the same. (laughs) Uh. If you all move to my plan, things will work out fine, turn out grand. So that's kind of the uh, the rap stylings that you are getting in this game. That's
2: what I imagine Chet Hayes' music sounds like.
1: Yeah. yeah, in a lot of ways. Uh, it reminds me a lot of... Do you guys know that BBC One like mockumentary that was like... It's like a guy in like Manchester trying to be a rapper, and uh, he is the one where it's, it's, it's now a TikTok sound where he's like, two plus two is four, minus three, that's frequent maths. <laughs> I'm looking at a uh, chorus of white not, faces, so I'm going to I'm go not ahead. familiar
2: with this. It sounds oh. great. Um,
0: yeah, I listened- it's kind of like a Love Island, like, if a Love Islander was given... A recording contract.
1: I assume right. that's kind of what would come out of it. Um, I listened to a different kind of British rap while I was playing this game, which is that I spent almost the entire time I was playing this game listen to listening to the thirty hour long Princess Diana audiobook that I've been listening to for the <laughs> wow. past like, week and a half.
0: And she kind of had her own click, you know.
1: In a lot of ways, <laughs> yes. <laughs> in a lot of ways, yes. as uh, she and, really I didn't finish this game,
0: but but this game does end in in you being shot in a car, unfortunately. So. Oh boy that's is that how you think
1: Princess Diana died? Isn't is that not how she Hold died? Hold on. Say how you think Princess Diana died. Which there was something with a car, right? You but you said shot in a car. Okay, car crash, right? Yeah, she died okay, in a car Okay, excuse crash. me. In Were
0: you
2: thinking French of the Kennedy assassination? In,
1: I think I was combining the two in my brain. I what Sorry, I don't want to drag you on the podcast. No, and you can I, drag me, and I don't think, and I don't think you're ignorant for not knowing about the Princess Diana. But I love that you, for all these years, maybe have been like going through life being like Princess Diana was full on shot close range in the back of a limo.
0: <laughs> well, it was something with her. We don't have to get into this, but it was like her like driver was drunk or something. Yeah, he right? was
1: drunk. Yeah. Okay. The the metaphorical yeah, as someone who recently. Yeah. He has spent 30 hours of my life listening to an audiobook <laughs> about Princess Diana. I'm ready and willing to jump on any sort of like inconsistencies that anybody may make in their assessment of her.
2: <laughs> um it was it, I I mean I think the maybe shot is in your head because the pa- the paparazzi were involved in it, right? That yes. was like I yes. remember the the initial narrative is they were saying that there were a bunch of cameras in her face as she was like bleeding to death, you know. Yeah.
1: Right. So basically I'll give you guys kind of a, like a quick rundown of what happened. Uh, she was dating Playboy Dodi Fayed at the time, and this is Dodi Fayed, whose father Muhammad Al Fayed. Owned, um, like he was just like a rich dude. He owned like a yacht, he owned the Ritz Carlton in Paris. Um, and so the two of them were kind of they had only been dating for about six weeks, and Dotie had bought a yacht for Diana, and it was like this whole thing because like Charles didn't want the children around him because he was a Coke addict, and Doty was always like coke fiending, and he was famous for like being like on the town, coked up out of his mind doing crazy shit. So what happened that night is they kept bouncing back and forth between his apartment in Paris and the Ritz, which his dad owned. Mm-hmm. They go out the back door of the Ritz. The paparazzi spot them. They get on motorcycles behind the car. Turns out the driver has been doing shots all night when everybody thought he was taking medicine. This is classic 1997 behavior.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so they kind of go through this tunnel. The driver who has been doing shots all night decides I'm gonna crank this shit up to 100 because coked out Doty is yelling at him in the back. They go through this tunnel going like 200 miles per hour, and um, a motorcycle pulls up next to them. They kind of spin out and the rest, as they say is history wow Boy, that's upsetting
0: and i'm glad you got to hear that Wow, yeah we're probably a slinging sundays at the mall <laughs> yeah exactly
1: i'm doing my little job i'm at my little <laughs> school learning all about the princess diana killing yeah so yeah, before you- we kind oh go ahead nick oh
2: do you, uh, i was just gonna say and do you suspect there was a second shooter on the grassy knoll
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> if we're saying if we're talking about second shooters i would say yes um in terms of the kennedy assassination i think we all know that there was like maybe not a second shooter but that the kennedy assassination was it like at least partially an inside job
2: right yeah, i'm into that theory
1: yeah like it's like i feel like it's one of it's kind of like the epstein um theory at this point where the idea that something happened with the kennedy assassination like we all kind of like, that's the hegemonic notion at this point, is that we all kind of agree something went down.
2: I mean, it's like the, you know, what's the the the, the most famous assassination, well, not the most famous anymore, but the most consequential political assassination, the uh, Archduke Ferdinand, that was a whole thing where it was like, the guy who actually killed him was one of like six different assassins who all had their di- their various attempts. Gavrilla Princip right. was like what a of- and it's like if the first guy had just killed him successfully then maybe we just think it's like a weird l- lone gunman thing and we don't know about this whole, you know, uh uh cell of 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 conspirators. and I- so yeah, maybe they're maybe just like he was successful but he was part of a larger plot. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I just don't I mean like there's no way and people also like have theories about the princess diana killing. i think it was just because the driver got drunk and like you know i just i don't know as somebody who works in the service industry i can't see myself drunk driving but i can see myself getting drunk on the job if i you know i'm spending the night at the ritz um with the princess of wales uh but yeah maybe you
2: think like also maybe by the time you get to a hotel you don't think you're going to be leaving you know what i mean
1: that's yeah. kind of yeah the idea is that the staff maybe thought that they would be going up and then at that point you know it becomes like this risk to your job if you're like oh my god i've been drinking all night i can't right. behind the wheel of a black mercedes um guys get in our discord uh if you have theories about the killing of diana i'd be willing to discuss it maybe we can do like a zoom call or something
0: <laughs> this i can't is wait such for a- james franco's hulu adaption of yeah <laughs> 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 right <laughs> Um, so before we kind of wrapped up, I wanted to, uh, this game is not very popular, I don't think. Um, not with me. Yeah, certainly not with me as either. Um, but I could not find a lot of, like, reviews or information on it. Um, though I did find a few, two that I wanted to share. So, um, one of these is from the website commonsensemedia.org, uh, and- this site is a site that I know my mom would go on a lot because it would tell parents, oh, like, there's like sex in this, you might not want to show your kid this because of this violence, it would break down media um, for, you know, so you could can more better control what your child was watching. Um, Now, this game only had one review from a parent, because it breaks down reviews into parents and from children. Um, And this parent said that the age of children that this game would be appropriate for would be uh, two or older, so a two-year-old could play this game. (laughs) (laughs) And... So this parent says, excellent video game for girls. The Click, Diss, and Makeup is an amazing game that young girls will enjoy playing. There's fun mini games and girls can learn the value of a dollar
1: thanks to the shop. Wow. Oh,
0: no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which I thought was very funny. Um, well, but that kind of goes back to your original point that like a lot of the um, the video games folk like um, targeted at young girls are all like home economics based. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like learning, either learning like how to care for a baby, or like learning like how to not spend all your money.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I I, I think it. I think that comes from you know development studios filled with guys like me who have been awarded a contract. You're like, ah, fuck. What are girls like? I don't know. Like fucking (laughs) they uh, uh, buying clothes. I don't know. That's I may put that in the game. You know. And so, (laughs) uh, hopefully, I, 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 hopefully that's that's less of an issue these days. But yeah, definitely feels the case with this game.
0: Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, and then the other, like, quick review thing that I found was on game FAQs, um, which, it, like, is a discussion board for games, not a lot of activity on the Clickdis and Makeup board, uh, except for one thread that is titled, I hope you can pick on the fat kid. Oh, no. <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> That's Do what, better, um, game facts. Yeah, people in um people in my middle school when I showed up, they were like, "I hope that I hope that we can pick on the fat kid." Oh no! I um. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it is real. It's like I guess for some kids, it could be like a willing, like a like a good place to get out their aggression, maybe by like bullying in game rather than in real life.
0: You, but you're not really given the chance to bully, though. Yeah,
1: you're
2: just a punching bag. It would, right. If you could, if you could snap back at people, like if you could get develop your get your social cachet to a point where you could you could reply to an insult with an insult, you know, right. that would Without that being, could maybe give it yeah. something.
1: Yeah, that that's yeah. the thing is if okay, so let's maybe talk about this. If we were to take kind of you know not go too far from like the basic premise of this game and like give it some notes as to like. Punching it up a little bit, like mm-hmm. what would they be?
2: For a big one for me, and this was a point you made a uh, much earlier, Sophie. But I thought it was it was astute and and correct, which is navigating the world. I've got my DS right here um, as I'm as I'm talking through this. Navigating this world is so difficult yeah. because the there's no. Spatial logic to how rooms are clustered together and like what like you know it's not like you go left in a screen, uh, you exit the, the left side of the screen and you enter the right side of the screen in the next room, so you know okay that's where the exit. It's it's just completely arbitrary, uh, so it's it's so hard to tell where the hell you are in the mall or in the school, which are two right. big environments. Even the house, which I think has like three rooms, I was just like wait. Am I going, yeah. I, I want to go, I wanted to go change clothes. And I was like, wait, no, I'm outside. Like, yeah, what happened? Yeah. I have no yeah. idea where the fuck I'm supposed to be going here. It's, it's Your house is con-
0: consisted of your room, your closet, and then outside. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's That's a studio, kind
1: of basically. a world, the world of a young girl, <laughs> yeah. you think about it. It's kind of a metaphor for how young women are kind of trapped in the bedroom space to kind of live their lives there.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I think of it. it, it, I mean, I don't think this game even needs. You to be walking around because no, also the no. walk cycle is so slow. You're just <laughs> so like exactly. it takes so fucking long to crawl across like the 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 cafeteria. Yeah, that I I would just be like just have just you click and have a map of the school that's you already have one. Just make that the main screen, the map of the school. Right. You click to the room you want to go in, and the and then you're there. You don't need to. And walk then around you don't have explore. to
1: poorly design all of the hallways. Like some of yes. what really frustrated me is some of the hallways get deeper where you can click further yes. into them, and some of them don't. And so. So, like, just inconsistencies like that in a game that is mostly consisting of walking around—it's just like that seems like something that should have been edited for.
2: Yeah, I, I, I would, and and you know, again, you you just you never know exactly what uh, what their restrictions were. I think it's, right. it's entirely possible that you know, hey, por- portions of this game were outsourced or you know, some different team was working on the school and the, then the mall. And so they're just like, and they weren't communicating with each other. And so that's why they're completely, you know, right. uh, That's why they're organized. So confusingly, I don't, I don't know who knows exactly what's going on, but either way it's for for the end user experience. It's just, it's just very confusing.
0: Yeah. I think my biggest note for this game, um, would be to you. I don't think you have a lot of autonomy as your, as your own character. Um, I don't think that there's ever a point where you can choose in between dialogue. So no. you are always saying, you know, exactly. You you never get to choose what to say, and that never influences a story more. And this is, like, a, a problem, I think, with a lot of games. Like, Nick, I know you guys covered on How Did This Get Played, the, like, Vanderpump Rules episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, game. And episode is, like, a similar deal where I didn't it, know that. it doesn't I really matter that. what you say. It's not going to adjust the plot of the right. story. Um. Which for me makes it frustrating, because um, I would like I would love that this was like a you know, like a Bioshock game where like at the end of it you you have multiple endings, but right. you you can't. Um, and so I think also like, um, and not to go with the the reviewer that said I hope you can pick on the fat kid, but you I think the whole point of reading these books that Sophie and I have talked about a lot is like you probably if you're reading these books as a teen girl, you're probably someone who is not very popular. This is not the life you are living. Um, So to kind of get to be in this game and then still have to be like, you know, a loser who is picked on, you should be able to have a little more power, I think, because this game would be so much more interesting if you were playing as Massey, or playing as Claire. Uh, But instead, you don't get any of that, that kind of what makes the book fun, which is seen inside of the, these girls' lives who you are nothing like.
1: Yeah. I would say that my main criticism, similar to what you said, Nick, um, well, like, so the two video games that I've spent the most time in my life playing are probably Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, and then a, um, a game that I had on my flip phone as a kid called Surviving High School, which I think (laughs) is very similar to like, I think that was like the blueprint of like the episode games. Mm -hmm. Um, where it's like, there's no navigation, like you are kind of moved from place to place, like later in the game, you can sometimes choose where you're going based on what's happening, but you need to, you have autonomy for who your character is. Like Nick, at the beginning, you were like, oh, I'm going to roll with the eccentrics the whole time. Like if you had been able to do that, and deepen your relationships with the different characters, and actually had like, the ability to move throughout the world as a character of your own choosing—I think it would be one hundred percent a better game.
2: Yeah, I, I I fully agree with 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 both of your points. Um, I'll just add one more thing, which is just the art of this game. Like like for for basically, okay, the the main my main goal is to buy new clothes,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and 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 this was touched on earlier how the clothes just aren't that all that appealing, but also the character designs aren't all that like no. appealing or or you know, and and I feel like also for the clicks they all every i i feel like every girl in this game just looks like they're in the same click like like there isn't yeah. like a very distinct like like oh the eccentrics all dress a little a little goth and a little uh, a little quirky and, and the the mathletes all dress very you know a, a dorky it, it's like there's nothing like that and so i think just like if the art direction, if the character designs were a little bit more appealing, if all the wardrobe was like just a little cooler to get and and to wear and you could and you really reflected that in, in your character's appearance. And if all the clicks like looked, ca- I mean, I, I just just give me something like, you know, right. Uh, but it, it's it, but everything felt so generic. And I couldn't tell you couldn't even tell like some of these characters apart visually. I'm just like, I don't I think you're one of the athletes. I don't. Yeah,
1: know. that yeah. was an issue for me several
0: times as well. You also don't get to, like, design your own character, really. You get to choose from, like, one of maybe five pre-made avatars. Um, which, for me, I, that's always one of my favorite part of any video game, is, like, designing... Right. You know, someone to look like me, and you really don't get that in this, either. No. Um, yeah, this is... I would not play this game again. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Shockingly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a bummer. I, so... Yeah. Um,
1: so... Do you guys have any final thoughts on this game? I, I just, it turned me off from even, I will say, like, p- continuing to play DS games because of how often I had to be, like, tapping the screen to get my little bitch to move faster. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, my, my final thought, be nice to each other. Okay, yeah. If someone's got a shirt on that doesn't fit them you don't have to tell them their shirt looks like shit and it shouldn't be standing anywhere near you. It's like, be polite.
0: Yeah. I I think that's a good, that's a more empowering message than an incredible thought. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I wanted to say one final thing, which is, um, I took a screenshot of this, uh, which is that Dylan at one point says to you, when you finally get into the pretty committee, one thing that she says is you should lose double the weight when you choose salad on cheeseburger day in the cafeteria. Which made me sad.
1: Man. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing is it's like, it just took all of the worst parts of the books and distilled them into like further flattening the characters. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, The characters
1: are pretty much all the same.
2: It also feels messaging-wise, like, it's like that, I don't know if you, the, you're familiar with the Simpsons episode where there's a Talking Malibu Stacy, and everything Mal, Ma, Talking Malibu Stacey says is like, don't ask me, I'm just a girl. Like, it feels <laughs> oh, like that, sort yeah. of, that level of design, like, this, this demographic is getting exactly the wrong messaging that they should be getting from an entertainment product.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, awesome. So, do we want to do our States of the Union for the week? Yeah, let's explain to Nick what this is. Yeah, so Nick, in the click books, um, each chapter or most chapters that are narrated uh, by the character of Massey, who you met in the video game, um, it like she ends the chapters from her perspective writing a state of the union of what's in for the week and what's out for the week. So at the end of the episode, we like to share one thing for us um, for our week or for this discussion or just for our lives in general, what's in and what's out. Um, So Fran, do you want to go ahead and start us off? Sure. Um, I'll start.
0: And, you know, Sophie, we talked about this on our Patreon episode, but in for me this week is going to have to be Real Housewives of uh, Salt Lake City. Amazing show. Very excited to see where this season goes. Um, out, like I said, it's going to be the fact that I couldn't find, uh, this specific spice at, uh, I'm going to put them on blast, Cermac yeah, Grocery was, Store or Jewel I should have told, you. Should
1: what have you, told said? you yesterday, I should have told you yesterday when you were saying you were going to go to Cermac not to go there. Well, I heard there's two different Cermacs.
0: This is new information my roommate told me. There's a Cermac produce and the Cermac market and they are not connected. They are not the, connected. The Cermac produce has the better bulk spices, but yeah, yeah it was, I was really annoyed, uh, Jewel Osco, bad experience
1: as well, uh, as it always is. So that's good. I guess grocery stores are just out this week for me. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 Attack food supply. Um, (laughs) That's, I think, a smart stance for our (laughs) podcast to take. Um, I would say in for me is um, just like... Trying to stay moving throughout this whole, you know we're headed into what are ostensibly for us, especially in Chicago, gonna be some really tough months, like it's four p m and it's already you know full on dusk outside um mm-hmm. So I've been trying to keep my workout routine going. Um, I've plugged them on the podcast before. Uh, they do not pay us nor will they probably ever pay us, but, uh, the Peloton app, it works. The instructors are like sufficiently corny. Um, they did a, the other day I did, um, A themed uh, weightlifting class where the woman uh, who was leading it, her name's Rebecca, was dressed like in full, like good, high budget costume as Katniss Everdeen, uh, as we see her in the Hunger Games movie, and doing like every single move was like, all right, right now we're gonna take our weights and we're gonna beat to death another tribute. And it was like, (laughs) just fully, like my boyfriend was cackling watching me do this, but it was hilarious. It was fun. It's just the kind of idiotic, uh, diversion that we need right now. Um, so, you know, if you have 15 extra dollars a month laying around, uh, or your mother, like mine owns a Peloton, uh, hit it up. Uh, and then out for me, um, would just be like socializing in general. We shouldn't be doing it, but I'm also, you know, winter months, uh, I don't want to see anyone. I don't, even when I look out my front window, there should be nobody standing out there. Human contact right now for me, i don't want it at all um so yeah that's about it nick do you have an in and out for us
2: here's my in if you're looking for a video game that is the same sort of genre that does everything right that Ooh. this game does wrong dream daddy a dad dating simulator is a game incredible I love. it's so good. have you played it
1: no, but I am dying to.
2: It's awesome. It's so well done the art is great. you do get to create and customize your character. Um, <clears throat> there is a lot of of choice in terms of you know you have seven different dads and you can choose which dad you're gonna date and it's uh and, and it's it's funny without being like you know uh without making fun of things that shouldn't be making fun of it mm-hmm. like it walks that line really well. it's like it's it's it tonally it's just great the writing is great. And uh, and the art is awesome, and it's very simple, and and it's and it's a ton of fun. I, I so Dream Daddy a Dad Dating Simulator. That's in for me, um, and it can be for you if you're looking for a little diversion. <laughs> uh, that's just a real heart warmer. Um, out for me, if this is a personal thing, alcohol. Yeah
1: okay I oh r- damn
2: i had a rough i had a rough uh a uh, binge this weekend where i just got yeah. smashed and man i cannot do that at my age uh so yeah. um so yeah i, I do a little uh, uh get a little uh distance from grandpa's cough medicine for a little bit
1: yeah. um, you know
0: sophie that, and i yeah. have talked about this um because my big issue in quarantine is uh drinking you know every night um which is not something i should do for my body but sophie actually put me onto this and i would recommend it it sounds kind of strange but um i've been making gin and tonics and substituting the gin for apple cider vinegar and so you still get a little bit of kick yeah um and it's also good for you because of the probiotic properties or whatever but um i've been enjoying that because it also forces me to drink it more slowly I don't know. It, and then obviously the next day I am back to drinking full gin and tonics. So. Right.
1: But if you alternate, like I, you know. Yeah. I drink apple cider vinegar pretty religiously like three times a day um, because it has all of the taste properties of alcohol where it's like a little bit, you you have like a little bit of sweetness, but also like that like, oh, this is kind of, you know, biting. Um, and I would recommend it. It does wonders for your skin. It's great for your stomach. Um, and you won't wake up the next day like wanting to uh, just full on like pile drive your former self.
2: Man, what if only... If only that driver had been drinking apple cider vinegar and Tunnel.
1: I know, in the Tunnel oh in my France. Gosh. I know. Well, it's let's relieved. end on that note. Um, R.I.P. Diana. She did die like a week after I was born, but um, I've- So you got- could be her reincarnate, I mean. If maybe I didn't have a soul enter my body until like a week in. Like I was just <laughs> yeah. kind of laying there like, <laughs> and then it was- um but yeah so this is and our we all
2: know first- a soul enters your body at conception right we exactly. all agree we all agree. Yes, yeah.
1: exactly so yeah. biblically it kind no of challenges not. um the beliefs that i uh hold right um <laughs> so guys our theme song as always is by leggy check him out on spotify um find us on uh instagram and twitter at girls like Us show and this is very exciting this is our first official episode of under the umbrella of our new network Um, girls like us is now part of the frolic podcast network and you can find more podcasts. You'll love just like ours at frolic.media slash podcasts. Um, Nick, do you have anything you'd like to plug?
2: Uh, Congrats on the new network. Very cool. Uh, I am. uh, uh, Yeah. You can check out my podcast about chain restaurants, Doughboys, and my podcast about bad video games. How did this get played? Uh, Both available wherever you, uh, you listen to things.
1: Incredible. Awesome.
0: Yay, all right. well, thank you so much, Nick for being on and uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye, bye.